The Rob and Kale Podcast. Rob Sanders. Some would be entertained by it. Some would be horrified by Kale it. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. All would be interested in it. The Rob and Kale Podcast. And welcome into the Rob and Kale Podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. I come to you from Columbia, South Carolina, where there is still Commodore blood on the freeway as the South Carolina Gamecocks beat the holy hell out of Vanderbilt yesterday. 46 to 7. Yeah, we'll bring in my podcast co host. He is the fan of that team that did the bludgeoning yesterday, Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Guilty of the crime. Guilty of the crime. How's everybody doing this evening? Uh, that was the best that I've seen your Gamecocks look in a long time, Jackpot. We could say Vanderbilt sucks. But you still have to go out there and play and do your thing, and there's a lot of things that the Gamecocks look bad at in certain spots, but they really came together yesterday and knocked the holy hell out of Vanderbilt. They really did. Yeah, uh, I will say this. Uh, South Carolina beat Vanderbilt by larger margin than any SEC <laughs> team has this season. Type about it. Type about it. We're good. <laughs> well... There you go. Alex says they beat Vanderbilt worse than Georgia did. Uh, yeah. Beat worse than Georgia did. Beat them worse than Auburn did. Beat them worse than Kentucky did. Beat them worse than Florida did. But, hey, what's up, right? <laughs> All right. Well, we have a lot to go over this evening. We got to talk about Jimbo Fisher being fired. We got to talk about uh, what else do we got to talk about? Jackpot gave me a scolding yesterday via text message saying that he was upset with me that I did not believe in the Mazad folks, the Mizzou yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah. I and I had I had to apologize. I really did. <clears throat> so we'll, we'll get into that. We'll talk about uh, the next matchup for South Carolina is Kentucky. We'll get into that. And we'll get Jackpot's thoughts on if South Carolina can win out. Yeah, we'll talk about that and a lot more this evening here on the Rob and Kale Show. Uh, by the way, gearing up for our live show at Callaway's Bar and Grill, I on uh, Highway 1, diagonal from the Walmart in West Columbia, the day after Thanksgiving. You know your wife's going to go to the store and spend a bunch of money on some stuff. You might as well come out and uh, hang out with Jackpot and I. All right, we're going to have our live show there. We're going to be doing all kinds of, uh, we're going to do trivia. We're going to give away, we got some bourbon that we've got. I mean, just all kinds of cool stuff going on. In addition to that, a golden tea tournament. If you're into the golden tea, you know how big that is. That's going to start that morning. And Jackpot will make his appearance that evening after he tickles the, uh, the potato chips. And it's going to be a good time. At Callaway's Bar and Grill, and we appreciate it. I'm going to tickle the potato chips, and they're <clears> going to laugh. Yeah. You're the head potato chip tickler. Yeah, that's that's right. There's nothing wrong with that. You're just, you just yeah. you can tickle 40, the chips. 48, 48 years on this earth, and, <laughs> and that's my claim to fame. Uh, hey, it is what I it is. Hold on now. I, I wasn't mocking you, sir. I was not trying to mock you on that. I was just goofing about you taking care of the tater chips. Uh, anyway, we uh, look forward to seeing you guys there. Shout out to the folks who sent messages about that. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a really good time at, uh, at Callaway's in West Columbia. So thank them for sponsoring the Robin Kale Callaway's Challenge. Uh, getting down to the nitty-gritty on that jackpot. 
uh, the down, average getting down to crunch time. <clears throat> yeah, the average score this week was six point five, I think it was, and a couple people got in the nines. So congratulations to them. Yeah, so we're getting down to it. Yeah, um, I, um, I I ended up winning. I ended up with seven. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually made a pick, and I, I made the wrong pick. I, I don't mean, hey, I, I made this pick and it, it didn't come through. I actually picked wrong. I, I clicked on Kentucky, and that was a fuck up. I meant to pick on Alabama. Or Alabama. I've said it all week long. I mean, I thought that line was wrong. I'm like, <laughs> I looked at that line. I had to do a double take at it, and I was like, okay. And I was hurrying, trying to get those picks in yesterday morning, early. I, you know, I, I pick them here on the <clears> show, <throat> but um, I always just punch them in then. And yeah, well, I, and, I, and to be fair, I picked pick Kentucky by mistake. So, anyway. in addition to taking care of your picks, you have to go and get cousin Craig and sit his happy ass down and get his picks and put those in. That that takes some effort too. Yeah, and Frank, he hasn't he hasn't picked he hasn't submitted his picks the past two weeks, so I don't know. He <laughs> must be he might still be on a drunk. Who knows? Uh, Clemson, started, know. Clemson started winning games again, so I think it did something to him. <clears throat> I don't know, but normally you're having to, to hustle him down on Saturday mornings to get his picks, and so there's that. All right, so we thank Callaways for that. Um, by the way, I put this out earlier today. If you would like to sponsor the show for the upcoming event, you want to get it in front of some people, that's kind of the way to go. And everything that we get is going to go to uh, benefit the Pace Academy too. So, yeah, it's going to be great. But if you would like to do that, let us know. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Rob Sounds Good. Uh, rosanders1979 at gmail.com. That is... Uh, the address if you want to help out with that. All right, we also have DNC Trucking and Transport. They sponsor the Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, read us a story, sir. <clears throat> All right. Um, it sucks to be a Gamecock. My team is worse than the smell of my ass tonight after chili. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> that's some funny shit all right well we'll take your call site too yeah there's the link it's right there in the chat if you'd like to join the show uh jackpot apparently now i wasn't following along but yesterday did did you get into it with mark ryan about something or another because you were wanting want me to set up the stream as quickly as possible you wanted to send it to mark ryan to bring him no, I, didn't, I, I did not uh, i didn't get into it with him about anything he just okay put up a, he's he's constantly uh putting up things on twitter he's constantly you know he he fancies himself a neutral uh you know reporter and, and talk show host here in the upstate and he's always putting up things to kind of dig at the game costs <laughs> uh it seems like and and yeah, yeah. After yesterday, he said he's seemingly convinced that the Palmetto Bowl will be a one-sided affair. So right. I'd like to get him on this show. And I asked him about coming on here tonight. He couldn't come tonight. 
uh, but may possibly be able to be here Wednesday night. And I want to ask him his thoughts on that and why we, uh, you know, you know, why we think that. Um, well, what what he should be concerned with is the fact that he's a Florida grad and Florida's program is in the shitter. Maybe maybe that's yeah, something that uh, he, he was. About. Yeah, it was on there today. He was talking about you know he's firmly convinced they need to get rid of Billy Napier now. Blah blah blah. After last night's uh, <clears throat> effort, and I'm like, I just I typed up something and sent it up. I was like, uh, you know, with all due respect, sir, I'm like, did you really did you really think you were gonna go to LSU and win at nighttime on the road? I mean, you know, probably not the best spot for a team that's kind of reeling. Just just saying. I mean, it's not Alex, it's probably not a good get right spot for you. Alex says, I bet you know Tennessee fans will be in here tonight. What's Alex, one? there are there are Tennessee fans. Billy's going to be here regardless. He's here every week. We goof on Billy, but he's going to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah, the like they, I mean, it's not like they lost you a shithole. You know, it's not like <clears throat> it's not like they went out there and, and crapped the bed against Vanderbilt well, or they, they lost. Or they lost thirty-nine to seven. Jackpot. They they're the they're the only team in SEC history to give up. Uh, to one player, 200 yards on the ground and 100 yards through the air. Schrader is the only player in the history of the conference, the entire conference, to do that in a game. And there's been some great freaking players that have played in that conference. Oh, wait, 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 real quick here. I I can read this comment from Marty. He says Air Force shit the bat against Hawaii last night. Did they lose? Uh, did they pull? Hell, I don't know. They lost to Hawaii. Hawaii? That's some look at Chang doing his thing out there. If they did, hold on, I'm pulling that up right now. Oh, I mean, I'm not doubting you, but I got to look at the score for that because holy shit. Let's see, that's a Mountain West matchup. Uh, yes, Hawaii beat Air Force 27 to 13. Wow. What the fuck is going on here? I remember a couple of weeks ago, everybody <laughs> said, oh, Air Force may be the uh, the group of five uh, representative in the New Year's Six game. Yeah, not so much. They lost to Army. What was it, 23-3 to three or something? That's, yeah. They, I think Army I, broke Air Force. Yeah, that may be true. Let's bring Justin in really quick here before we get into some stuff. Justin, what's up, buddy? How you doing, guys? Good. Hey, guys. Good, man. What's you- Oh, go ahead, man. Hey guys, I feel good yesterday. Um, I can't believe we beat Vanderbilt the Dev. We beat those guys um the Dev for a long time. White Carolina jackpot. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been a little bit uh, closer than I'd like it to be. They're not, they're not a very good team. I mean, they're 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 pretty bad. Um, you, I mean, they're they're on like a backup quarterback, and they don't they don't have any wide receivers. They just they're just not good. I agree, Carolina Jackpot. I feel bad for Vanderbilt. I mean, look, they did all they could do, you know, because you will play so many different people. This is tough, Carolina Jackpot. You know. Yeah, yeah man. it's true. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't know. You know, when Oklahoma and Texas are in next year, I don't know how they're going to survive. And I don't know how they'll ever win an SEC game. Maybe once every five years or something, we can celebrate them winning and just to win an SEC game. It's gonna be tough yeah. for them. Yeah, hey guys, five go, man. Um, you know, Jimbo Fitz got fired today at Texas because it, it was <laughs> something, you know. Yeah, yeah, 
He's uh he's not a very good football coach, Justin. They brought in yeah, he brought in too many good players and they didn't do good things. I mean, they didn't win enough games. Should have been should have been winning double digit games every year and they're winning like seven, eight games a year. It's not enough. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, wait and guys, one thing about Test is they never won the West, you know. And won the West. They got all that money and can't win anything. That's true, <laughs> yeah, man. that's true. Well, guys, what's right. I to say, man? Um, take care. Go get cops. Go all get right. cops. You have a good night, all right? You too, what? There you go, Justin, joining the program. <clears throat> Let's talk a little bit about that jackpot. The, the thing with, with, with Jimbo Fisher is that if you look at his track record, and I know this sounds like I'm being harsh here, but the guy hasn't been right since his wife got caught doing things with the Florida uh, trainer. I mean, and that's just yeah. real. Uh, that the They were great that season. They had issues in uh, right after that season was over where she was allegedly doing stuff with a Florida trainer. It came out that she left the house, and then they got divorced, and he hasn't been worth a shit since. In addition to that, by the doing Florida, stuff, doing stuff with the trainer, you you mean playing hide the sausage with him, right? Yeah, I was trying to be okay. sort of G-rated because my daughter's standing right here. I didn't want to, I didn't want to break out the hefty words there, but that's basically what was happening. Well, okay? she doesn't have to know that hide the sausage isn't something they do at Pizza Hut. Okay, fair enough, jackpot. Anyway, there was stuff that was happening there with a Florida pl- uh, trainer that he hasn't been the same since. Now, in addition to that, the Florida athletic director came out and said, look, he left our program in shambles, especially on the academic front. He didn't do what he needed to do there to keep some players eligible, etc." This guy's been really bad since 2016 and yet went and got another job, at great, a, a great job, in my opinion, at A&M. I mean, you got all the money, all the support, everything that you could possibly want, and they gave him a shit ton of money. But you could see the writing on the wall uh, from a mile away. I, and it's just like now he, he's going to go off into the sunset with, what, $76 million. And the question is, who's going to be next? Yeah, I, I said today in a video that I made on this subject that if, if, if I get in a wreck or something and I pass away, I come back tomorrow. I want to be reincarnated as fired Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> never has to do anything again ever. If he doesn't want to. He doesn't ever have to get off the couch again. I mean that that just to go to the mailbox once a month and uh, pull that nice check out of there. I mean they're gonna they have to give him like a big lump sum. I think like twenty five percent of something like that of his salary. Right. So they, yeah. they give him a lump sum and then he gets paid. Uh, paid off every year. Uh, well, until- that's, here's the thing: someone else will take a take a chance at him. <clears throat> I don't think he'll get another like. He's not going to get like an A and M job or something like that. But someone will go after him, and he's going to get another job, and he's still going to be getting paid a shit ton by A and M. Billy, welcome to the show. Hey, great day Hi. in the state of South Carolina yesterday. Great day. It's always a great day in South Carolina, sir. That's how the state employees have to answer the phone. 
It's a great day in South Carolina. That's real. With a smile. Well, they'll answer tomorrow with a smile. Upstate, lower state, middle state. Yep. Great wins. Uh, congratulations to Missouri for absolutely beating the hell out of Tennessee. Pure total domination on both lines. <laughs> no way about it. And that Schrader kid is a great running back. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 looks like, he looked like one yesterday, didn't he? Jesus. Oh, something else. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Drinkwitz was uh, – Praising both them in the uh, post game interview there. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, and you can't miss out on Milrow yesterday for all the <laughs> Milrow haters. He set an Alabama record. Only quarterback to ever have three rushing touchdowns and three passing touchdowns in one game. I mean, so, last year when that guy, I mean, when when he uh, first started seeing a little bit of action when he came in there um, against uh, Arkansas when um, Bryce Young was out that game. I mean, he played really well. I mean, I thought that guy was looked good. And, you know, all I've heard is, you know, just nothing but garbage hurled at him uh, all offseason. Yep. Oh, what are we going to do for quarterback? I mean, you know, how yeah. are we going to – what are they doing? They're sitting here. What are their 9-1? Yeah. Um, I really doubt Nick Saban brings a kid into the program that can't play. <clears throat> yeah, that's me what too. amazes me. That's uh, really – you very know, that's like at Georgia. I really doubt Kirby didn't have another tight end that was huge and could catch the ball and run when Brock Bowers ruled out. I really don't think. Well, I mean, Jack, Jack Pot's buddy Oscar Delp, he can he can do some things. Go. Jack Pot, Oscar Delp. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I like him. I swear he's <clears throat> right there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Schrader leads the SEC in rushing, eleven hundred and twenty-four yards on one hundred and ninety-seven attempts. Um, that I mean, wasn't he, just on us, was it? Well, no, but the, the, the <laughs> stat that got me was, and I'm not trying to rub your nose in it, but he's the first player in SEC history oh, to yeah. have 200 yards on the ground and 100 yards receiving in one game. Oh, yeah. That is he, a – that is he did, he did great. What I did, <laughs> and I try to follow him, but I don't follow them in depth, you know, statistics. Stuff, right. But, at the beginning of the thing, I did not know S uh, Tennessee was a leading rushing team in the SEC or third in the nation team. That just baffled <clears> my <throat> mind, but that all went to crap, didn't it? Yeah. You know, and when I watched back on that, and Jackpot, your your thoughts on that too, when I watched back, it just looked like Tennessee was just out of place. And I'm not ripping your team here, Billy. They just look like – Oh, I agree. They just, well, they just look like they didn't belong. Yeah, they really didn't. Games I, I don't know what it was. I've always said it just depends on which team shows up. Yeah. You said slow motion. Yeah, it's like a team just gets caught in slow motion and they're they're just in a funk and they they're not themselves. That did not look like Tennessee. No, it looked like they didn't want to be there for some reason. I don't know. That looked like that looked like they had reverted back to uh the game plan or lack thereof uh against the Gators back in September. Yep. Well, look at Alabama. They was up 20 to seven and a half, and everything was looking good. And I told my wife, I said, oh, no, no, no. This ain't over. And they come out there and reverted. You know, I've never seen a Dr. Jekyll miss a high team as this. You, well, they, you they, they play like shit on the road. They, they really do. I mean, and this is something that if you look back at the stuff in Heupel's tenure, they're, not, they're just not a really good team on the road. You no. know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't have that killer instinct that they have at home. 
on the road. Well, they won't, they, they won't do any better this coming weekend either. So. <laughs> no, but they're going to be at home this weekend. And trust that me, I, I think Saban, <laughs> Saban will have Saban will have some shit there, especially you know. Saban. And and you know, Saban, Saban. I'm, why am I thinking Saban? Why am I thinking Saban? Kirby, uh, right, Kirby Smart will have something there for them. Like, look, They'll these down the guys, floor. these guys are. You better take them seriously. Better take yeah. them seriously. So, no, yeah, no. it was. Our it was dairy is horrible. Uh, it just, it just. I like I say they. I didn't understand yesterday. I looked at the started watching. I said, "It looks like they're going in slow motion or something." Well, but I if don't. you if you look at it from this perspective too, though, LSU when they played when they played Mizzou, they lit them up like a Christmas tree a lot with wide receivers and things like that. Tennessee didn't have that yesterday. Nope, they didn't. Nope. And I I think I think that was. Part of what really screwed them over, to be completely honest with you, they couldn't get, they couldn't get anything done. And Milton had some throws that I was like, "What in the blue hell is going on here?" Yeah, he didn't play he just, well. Yeah, I mean, he was, no, he had good numbers. I think he, he had <clears> hundred <throat> yards passing. He, I, I get that, but I'm talking about there were some throws that he made that I said, "How is this guy a Division One quarterback?" That yeah. was some of the throws that he made. Now, I know that he's. I mean, he's he's a six-year player. He's twenty. He's twenty-three years old. Been so it's not like four different schools. Yeah, he's been three years at Michigan, third year at Tennessee. Made probably two million dollars in freaking NIL money. He can deal with the fact that some idiot in South Carolina says he played like shit yesterday because he did. He really yeah. did. So uh, I think he had pretty good <laughs> passing numbers, but he's he's. You know, I don't think if y'all have noticed or a lot, but here in East Tennessee, it's, you know, we're all coaches here in East Tennessee, and they don't go fast anymore. You know why? Because he can't progress the uh, – He can't make the reads. Nope, he can't do right. it. So well, that's, that's what Hooker was great at. Hooker could look and be like, yeah. oh, I've got – he." Hooker yeah. could make three reads in a matter of two seconds, and he knew where he was going with the ball – and he could put it there on a spot. Yeah. And, yes, Milton can throw the ball 60 yards up from his knees and hit the end zone with it, but none of that Hooker, means Hooker was nothing. Hooker was nothing but a Spencer Rattler with a Mark <laughs> helmet on. Yeah, he was. But that goes to show you if you can get with a, a decent coach. But, yeah. you know, the other, the other drawback on Milton, and y'all watch it next week, <clears throat> when he breaks the huddle, he's staring at his receiver. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, someone. I my son someone in high school. I was out. I was a DV coach in high school over <laughs> in Okinawa, son. And I, my son will call me and say, "Dad, he's 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 passing to, because he stares him down coming out of the huddle, looks at him." I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, but I'll let y'all go. Good wins yesterday for South Carolina, and uh, oh, happy belated Veterans Day to all in here, and we'll catch y'all later. Bye bye. Appreciate it, man. <clears throat> All right, there you go. Let's see here. We'll take Billy out of the mix here. And of course, people thought we were just gonna run our mouths about Tennessee. You watch the game. They they don't need us to kick them in the face. No. <laughs> they, they <clears throat> that was that was just not good at all. That was that was farting up wind yesterday. Um I have to apologize because I said I thought that uh, 
Dorkowitz was going to cost them a game. Dorkowitz didn't have to coach in the damn Turns fourth out quarter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Yeah, he could have uh, blown three or four calls in the fourth quarter, cost them all three timeouts. They still would have won by 20 points. So there's that too. <clears throat> uh, Biscuit with a great comment. Tennessee fans were saying that Milton was going to win the Heisman. I remember that. Bless their hearts. Yeah, me too. Uh, Todd wants to know what you think about Kentucky jackpot. I mean, you want to look early at that real quick before we uh, move along? Sure. So, I I don't know if, like, it's kind of hard to judge Kentucky after you're playing Alabama who is, in my opinion, finding their spot right now. And especially with Nick Saban just walking around like he's just pissed off at the planet. Yeah. I'll um, tell you what I think about Kentucky. I think they're a terrible team. <laughs> I think they're not any good. Uh, I think they're one-dimensional. Um, I think their quarterback sucks. Um, so I don't know anything about their wide receivers right now. They got one named Dane Key that the Kentucky man told us last year was going to win – SEC freshman of the year, it didn't happen. Um, yeah. I, I think they're not very good, and I think South Carolina's going to beat them. Um, so I would uh, jump on this line right now <clears throat> while you can and bet South Carolina to cover that spread because they're not any good. Uh, they got a, a decent running game, but you know, once again, yesterday, South Carolina did, did a fair job of stopping the run. And when we know that's what you're going to do, they can actually stop a run if they, if they know – that's what's coming. They'll do all right. They can stop it. They'll they'll get it up a few uh, runs, but um, yeah. In the end, they're they're not going they're not going to be able to attack us vertically. It's not very good. So. Well, you know, the crazy thing is, is that normally I would like to argue with you and try to to shit on the Gamecocks because that's just kind of what we do. But I don't think Kentucky's very good either. If you've noticed, we no, don't see any of these. They're six and four right now. They're going right. to lose to South Carolina. We're going to beat them. They're going to be six and five, and then they're, they play Louisville. They normally beat Louisville. I don't see that happening this year. Uh, I think Louisville gets them. So they're they're six and six. They'll be a six and six team again. So their their wins this season are over Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron, Vanderbilt. I guess their biggest win of the season was the Florida game. They lost by 38 to Georgia, 17 to Mizzou, uh, 6 to Tennessee. They did beat Mississippi State. Then they got they lost by four touchdowns to Alabama. Kentucky could drop their next two games, and no one up there would give a shit because it's basketball season. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, they get fat and happy every year. Early. It's all every year. Every year they get fat and sassy early in the season, and then they just start losing ball games. Yeah, I, but nothing. Nothing they've done impresses me. I, I guess you could say going to Starkville and finally winning. They haven't won there since 2008. But I mean, to be fair, I mean this was probably Mississippi State's worst team since 2008. So, right. I, uh, I mean, nice win, <clears throat> but dot dot has an asterisk on it. Uh, half their starters were out. So, uh, Biscuit says prediction: Washington and Florida State are going to steal playoff spots from two better teams. Uh, wh- what do you mean by that, sir? And what I mean by that is that 
they they if they go through their season undefeated, they're going to get and in. they win and they win the Pac-12 and the ACC. They're going to go to the college football playoff as the two teams that were there. Now it's going to upset some people because let's just say I'm going to throw this out into the wind there. Let's say um, Alabama beats Georgia. Exactly. If the Alabama CFP beats people are, Georgia and wins the SEC. <clears throat> right. Georgia could get left out. They could. And the CFP's already laying the groundwork for that because that's why they have Georgia ranked, what, fourth? I think is what it was. I can't remember. I have to look back at the CFP rankings, but they don't have them at I one. It was second. And, yeah, I got to look. Either way, they don't have uh, them at Ohio one. State was one. Right. And then, I, I'm, two, I'm, and, then, and then Michigan was three, right? And Florida State, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry. I have my numbers mixed up there. The point is that they don't have them at number one at all. That way, if they do lose, they can be like, look, they weren't the top team anyway. And with that, they can just politely kick them right on out of the mix there. And I know that sounds silly, but that's what that's what they're gonna do. Because in their mind, um, they don't they're they're not SEC apologists there. They don't give a shit about, oh well, we think that this team is better because we put more draft picks in the NFL. They don't care about that. They look at it from the perspective of they won their power five conference, they went twelve and 13 and oh, that's better than a team that couldn't win their conference. It's just the way that it is. Now, if, if those teams squared off with Georgia, Georgia may beat the holy fuck out of them. But then now we're talking about we're starting to sound like Nick Saban at the rubber chicken dinners where he's like, we would have beat those teams that were in the playoffs. Well, then win your fucking games. I think if you got Kirby Smart in a room, he'd tell you the same thing. If we want to be in the playoff, we've got to beat Alabama. We have to do that if we want to get there. Same way with Saban, too. Same way with saving too. Jay Shot says dogs will be number one tomorrow. Does that come Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. Okay, I thought we were. Um, I we were talking about there. Um, to be honest, though, I don't think that I don't think that uh, I think that Georgia will beat Alabama because I think they'll Milrow is so one dimensional in the stuff that he can do, and I know he throws the ball a little bit, but. I think the Georgia defensive line will wear him down and he'll make mistakes in the third quarter. So just my opinion. Uh, Brock Lee poses a, a good question over there for you. Uh, how did you like getting a glimpse at the uh, goggle gladiator? Uh, we'll get Lisa's question in a moment about Arch Manning in the portal. But, yeah, when, when I saw him play yesterday, my, my favorite was they just said, oh, he's 6'4" and weighs like 245 pounds. He took off like a dart out of the field there, out of the pocket. And some poor Vanderbilt defensive back that was probably 5'8", 160 pounds, decided, you know what, I want to ride that train. He tried to hit him square in the hip, and he shook him off like he was a uh, a blueberry falling off of a plane. <laughs> it just ran right yeah, on. It was over. Uh, I watched a little <laughs> clip back on uh... – this YouTube channel called SF Cocking. Uh, they do yeah. all their touchdowns and big plays, and they have Todd Ellis's call in there uh, on the play. And uh, the the vendor that defensive backs they were like they were bitching at each other after it was over with. It's like they were getting in an argument. 
because uh, I guess one of them missed his damn assignment, and then, like you said, the other one just basically got ran over, um, like he was just wasn't even there. Uh, yeah, so. I, it's just not my favorite was the guy that just literally hit him and bounced off of him, and and then I mean, this guy made a life choice. I'm going to try to hit this big mofo that's running in front of me here, and I'm not going to care about my own health. And I hope that my defensive backs coach sees this when we watch film on Sunday and maybe gives me an extra popsicle on the way out because you're not – what in the blue hell are you doing? <laughs> Longmore, Longmore man says jackpot needs a headset. Yeah. No, I don't. They don't make one big enough for my head. Oh, Okay. Anyway, oh, Biscuit says I, I was repeating what he said. I'm sorry, Biscuit. Big old jug. Uh, anyway, with that, Clemson won over Georgia Tech yesterday. And I'm laughing because when I, the people that are running their mouths now about, oh, well, you should get in on the Clemson stock now while it's low, were the same dickheads who were saying, you know, uh, what? Four weeks ago, this Clemson team sucks, and burr, 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 burr. just stop it. They're they're not good. They're not horrible, but they're not good. They're nothing to write home about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, they're they they don't really do much of. I mean, they have certain things they do that are impressive, but on the offensive side of the ball. I think there's still issues at quarterback, and I don't. I I think that Klubnik's going to transfer. Just my opinion, and they're going to run with Vizavina or whatever his name is <clears throat> next yeah, season I, because yeah. I mean, I mean, all they're doing is they're well. Yesterday, I mean, they beat who they should beat. I mean, they they should beat Georgia Tech. I mean, Georgia Tech is terrible. So I mean, you know, they didn't. Uh, you know, NC State is terrible. There was no, no, absolutely no reason on God's green earth Clemson to lose that game to that team. They did, but yesterday, I mean, they found a way to, you know, play a lot better, and uh, they are actually beating teams that they should be beating. So we'll see. This um, Saturday, they've got North Carolina. I mean, I think they beat North Carolina. Unfortunately, they UNC just kind of. Fizzled out a little bit as we got down the stretch. You know, don't look like the same team that we played the uh, first week of the season. Um, that Georgia Tech lost kind of did something to them. I thought, or no, it was Virginia. I think right. They lost to Virginia first. No, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. They lost to Virginia and then they lost to Georgia Tech too. That's the two losses I believe they for them on the season. Georgia so. Tech, absolutely unexcusable. So. Um, yeah. I I and here's the thing. I I wonder, especially with the transfer portal, uh, who's going to be leaving? Because that that's going to happen. Who's going to go somewhere else? And I'm not just talking about Klubnik. Um, you know, there's other guys in the mix that may decide they want to go somewhere else. So, <clears throat> and here's the thing, Dabo Sweeney hasn't planned for that because he thinks that people are just going to come there and stay there. They're three years and. Go to the NFL, and I don't think he's planned for any of that. Yeah, so, gone are the days when we have a Christian Wilkins coming back for his fourth year. Um, right. And so, yeah, <clears throat> that, that kind of stuff's not going to happen anymore. 
And um, <clears throat> somebody yeah. somebody said something. I was halfway joking um, on the Uncle Lou video where he did about Jimbo Fisher, and I just said, "You think um, you know?" So you think that, uh, that Dabo might be interested in the job? <laughs> and then the guy, it was somebody, some Clemson fan responded to me. He's like, Dabo's not going anywhere for a long, long time. So blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I was fucking just joking, you fuck stick. I'm like, nobody, they don't want him. <clears throat> I'm like, he's more set, he's more uh, backwards and set in his ways than Jimbo Fisher was. Uh, but his isn't, you know, Jimbo Fisher was backwards and setting his ways of, you know, in terms of, of how they ran offense and, and, and how they ran a team. Dabo's backwards and setting his ways about the whole transfer portal thing, the whole, you know, NIL thing, and anything that's new, he doesn't want any part of it. So, um. <clears throat> well, there, speaking of which, and coaches and going somewhere else. Uh, someone posted today, I can't remember where it was, but someone went and changed Shane Beamer's Wikipedia page to say that he was the Texas A&M coach. Oh, good Lord. I was like, oh, wow, which I thought was really, really funny. And the other one, someone also changed Deion Sanders, uh, that he's the next, he's now the Texas A&M head coach, which I don't think either one of them are going to Texas A&M, but what a mess. Hell no. yesterday which was you know give them the old plunger up the rectum after what they did to them at tennessee last year 
Right. That, that's what you wanted to do. But well, then, I, then I get a little frustrated, point. and then I look around, and I look, and I see, like, well, we didn't play that well, which that one touchdown that Miami got, I don't know how the heck that ball got through two defenders, the 85-yard uh, touchdown right there that they scored in the second half. But it is what it is. But then I look at Texas. Hell, it took all they could do to beat TCU yesterday. And we know TCU's hot garbage. So I didn't feel so bad after that. You know, so it seems like everybody is struggling down there. Nothing is, nothing is easy for Texas. What, buddy? I said nothing's easy for Texas. I guess yeah. you're right. Yeah. And they struggled with, they struggled with Houston. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Here, here's at the beginning of the season, I just wanted to make the ACC championship game and win it. Those are very attainable goals. If we make it that far, I'll be extremely happy as far as winning that. If we make the college football playoff and don't win a game, it's been a successful season. If you look back two years ago, we were 5-7 and seven and a laughing stock of not only the conference. Lost to Jacksonville State. Exactly, exactly. So, But the main reason I called is I'm such a lover of John James Fisher as a former as a former FSU head coach, so you know I hate him. But my question with the, with the transfer portal, do you think with them firing him will keep players to stay, or will that make players want to leave? What do you guys think about that? At, at A&M? Yeah, well, I mean, if it comes down to money, then yeah, I, I, I think it, they'll win some, they'll lose some, I would think, right? Right, right. Uh, but here's the thing, which, which we know Dabo's going to have to open up to the transfer portal. I mean, he don't have to. He don't have to do anything he doesn't want to do, but it seems like that's the way of the future. That's how you fill your holes, and you, you supplement it with your, your top ten and top five recruiting classes. But at FSU with Norvell, he's he's all about getting really good players, but he's all about a culture fit too. And I just think some of the some of the teams that go strictly well look at Ole Miss. Now they they've won a lot of games. We know going through the portal, but the games that mattered, they get their ass whipped. You know what I'm saying? Is that a product of Lane Kiffin being a soft-ass coach, or is it just the SEC just that good this year? Other than Georgia, I think he's just. I, I think he's he's just not good. They're just not. I don't know. They 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 beat the teams that they should be able to beat, and they're they're just not able to to get over the hump. There's there's something missing there. Right. Yeah, I would kind of tend to agree with that. Uh, even Georgia, if you'll you'll have to admit up to Georgia standards, although they're starting to play a heck of a lot better toward the end of the season, I don't think this team could touch last year's Georgia team. Would you agree with that? Uh, defensively, uh, last year's Georgia team was just pretty much dominant. Exactly, exactly. So, and as far as SEC as a whole, which. Hey, nothing made me happier than Missouri to beat Tennessee. I'm not a Tennessee fan. Uh, those guys are absolute hillbilly idiot rednecks up there that all they have to do is win a couple games, and, you know, they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And Josh Hoople, Heifel, whatever the hell his name is. I hopeful, have John Hoople. 
but yeah, hopeful. He's hopeful that they can win a win the SEC. But uh, I got news for him: the SEC is going away with divisions, and and so guess what? It's the best two teams after that. Tennessee's through; they're finished. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm laughing because you know you were with with Mizzou yesterday, and and I missed this part, jackpot, but. Apparently, Dorkowitz was being Dorkowitz. When he came off the sideline after the game, he told Jenny Dell, he cut her off when she was asking her first question with Tennessee State champs. (laughs) 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 And then he said, we had some business from last year. We came out and took care of business. Great win. Our defense kicked their ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, he was you'll remember last year they ran the score up. <laughs> I I know, but you still jackpot. He, he, there's only what twelve SEC coaches in the entire fucking country right now. He is one of those twelve making five million dollars a year, and he just basically told the University of Tennessee they were Tennessee State champs, and our defense <laughs> kicked their ass last night. He sounds like he should just come on this fucking program with us. <laughs> what, a, what an asshole. <laughs> if I'm a Tennessee fan, I am I am livid. I am absolutely livid that that's what this idiot said to us. I mean, this guy looks like the only thing he saw in high school were Star Wars posters, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying... This guy is a doofus, and he just clowned your program. Well, well, Rob, did he say anything that you didn't agree with? <laughs> no, but I'm I'm not I'm not gonna have to go to damn Knoxville next season and play against any Tennessee team. And if they if they could, I I have to believe what the the Tennessee dirtbags said it the other day about. Uh, in in at SEC media days, where if they could hang have a hundred on South Carolina, they would. If they can hang half a hundred on Mizzou next year, they are going oh, I'm to. Quite sure they he, didn't, will, but... he didn't do shit to help his team with uh, the stuff that's coming on now. Well, wow. I kind of get that, Rob. But to the point, every year is different now with a transfer portal. Yeah. You basically have a different team every year. I mean, for real. Normally, I... normally you build and you okay. All right, Look, these guys will be our frontline guys, but you don't know what your team's going to be next year. Uh, we jackpots and jackpot and I both are fans of the Mazodcast. He should contract out the Mazodcast to talk smack for him, because the Mazodcast isn't going to have to go to freaking Neyland Stadium and have to deal with all those people that are there, and they could say the things that Drinkowitz wants to say, but right. Drinkowitz probably shouldn't be saying those. things. Well, they don't, I, they, don't, I, they don't play next year. <laughs> oh, that's well, about Yeah. Um, if if you really look at it, which I mean, it's I know this sounds crazy as a Florida State fan. I really mm-hmm. like Steve Spurrier, and no one talks more shit than that man. Okay, and basically, Dude, well, I mean, he he did. I remember, you know, you can't spell citrus without ut. I remember that. Right, uh, and I remember uh, Free Hughes University <laughs> talked about Florida State. Free Hughes University, the guy just say what you want to say. 
they've got to whip your ass or not whip your ass. Who cares? Yeah, but, Love them or hate but them. There's, there's, there's a difference, though. Steve Spurrier is Steve Spurrier. Eli Drinkowitz is not fucking Steve Spurrier. I guess you got a point there, Rob. <laughs> let's, anyway, let's just I, hey, I admire the man for saying it, you know. Anyway, guys, enjoy Steve's the show. Honest. Have a great night. All right, appreciate it, Ray. Yeah, I, you, you remember? I didn't um, know he said that. That's hilarious. You remember? Do you remember back in like 2012 when he was yeah. when he said something about you know that team from the upstate? He's like we 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 struggled with it, but we were able to get by them. He was like, you know, they've had some had some some big conference wins this year. He said they had some big out of conference wins, and he said we dang near got beat by them. He's like we were able to pull it out one way or the other. He said, yeah. He well, said, but look Wofford at Wofford really it, snuck one in on us. <laughs> yeah, that was at the basketball game, I think. Yeah. Uh, so with that, though, I mean, I remember like you weren't supposed to. Re- he he called Clemson the team from the Upstate, and yeah, and it, it, either, it even even the last the last uh, no, it wasn't the, well, it was the next the last bowl victory he ever had there after that Wisconsin Capital One bowl <clears> game there. Right. Uh, that last year of Connor Shaw, I mean, he was even clowning them then, uh, it, getting that trophy, winning this trophy. He said, "Well, this, this Capital One trophy is pretty special." He said, "I tell you what, that state championship trophy ain't bad neither." <laughs> uh, Todd wants to know: We will be at Callaway's not this Friday, but the following Friday. The twenty-fourth, uh, I think, is the date. On hold on, let me make sure I got the numbers right here. I think it's the twenty. Where is my calendar? Come on, open up. Yeah, it's it's like not this Friday, but the following Friday. I'll be there in the morning at like um eleven to be there for the Golden Tea Tournament. I thought you were going to be helping stock potato chips. Well, I was going to. I, I figured I would be done stocking potato chips from five to ten, and I could drive my ass back to Columbia. Okay, I'm gonna fuck up your potato chips if I if I'm on that potato chip truck with you. First of all, you gotta buy snacks. You don't want to do that. And second of all, I mean, I, I I'm gonna put like the salt. What do you mean I don't want to do that? Because I like snacks, motherfucker. That's why. And I'll put the salt and vinegar chips in with the hot honey chips, and I'll turn them upside down and shit because oh, that's all right. They'll still sell. Uh, they'll still sell. It's it's it, it's the holiday weekend. It's the <laughs> holiday weekend. weekend. Yeah, it's going to be busy. They'll sell. Um, and that. But speaking of that, we're, we're talking about basketball there for a minute. Um, so South Carolina and Clemson basketball teams both start off two and zero. Both teams winning at home last Monday night, and then uh, this past Friday night, both teams getting a a win in the state of North Carolina in a neutral site games. South Carolina got the win over Virginia Tech. That's that's a good win. It is a good win, and a win that surprised me. Um, I actually, you know, I like to take my money, and I'll just just make a lot of – I make just a lot of – Ten dollar bets here and there, just so I can win nine dollars, and that and that just builds up my bankroll. And that, and if I lose, then I don't have to, you know, worry about oh, I just lost everything I got here. Um, but that, that's one I actually, <clears throat> excuse me, bet on Virginia Tech to cover the spread. I think it was six, and um, I fell asleep on the game right after it first started, and I woke up, and it was halftime, and we were up by six, and I'm like, oh. 
<clears throat> and we ended up we ended up we went by two um that's a good what you call quad one win for South yeah. Carolina. yeah yeah i don't know i don't know that it's quad one uh it depends on what kind of team virginia tech might not be any good i don't know but uh but no. when you win against a, a a power five opponent i mean that is that is a big deal and winning uh <sighs> Winning a game that early is a big deal. So I, I you know, can't take anything away from well, South Carolina. I mean, I think South Carolina's going to have a better team. Uh, the kid from Wofford, B.J. Mack, he's he's a good player. The Miles Stoot, the one from Vanderbilt's a good player. Um, Michi Johnson's a good uh, good player. Um, you know, I think they just – yeah, they put us in last place in the conference. And I don't oh, – I, I, these, these – college basketball preseason magazines i hardly really even pick them up and and look at them that much anymore because number one there are so many i used to look at them a lot when i was a kid and i used to really get into it but now i mean there are just so many fucking teams i mean that you can't possibly keep up with all of it and also i mean i don't think half of them even really know what they're what they're writing about what they're doing because so much of the stuff takes precedence over basketball like football, it kind of dominates it. And then when you're ready to play basketball, nobody's really, I don't think, I, I don't think they've really put a lot of thought into it. Thought that South Carolina just kind of got shoehorned into that last place spot, you know, <clears> because <throat> they had a terrible record last year and they lost Gigi Jackson. And and nobody, it's, it's kind of like this, the, uh, the Syracuse football syndrome where they just get shoehorned into last place in the uh, ACC just because, well, I mean, this year it looks like they actually might finish there. So that might actually come true, but that's what I think happened with us. I, I think that you're right about that. And I think a lot of the people that write a lot of these basketball um, preview ads, previews and shit like that, they're all North Carolina and Duke apologists. Oh, North Carolina and Duke gonna be good. Let me just let me rub one out for North Carolina and Duke. I can't deal with it. Can't deal with it. But you know, we'll have plenty of time to talk basketball later on. Um when is Wake Forest gonna step back up to the plate in basketball? They used to be really good. Yeah, they had they had all the had Tim Duncan and uh Randolph Children. Chris Paul played there too. So Yeah, they haven't been worth a shit in a while it seems like marla wants to know when we're going to be at callaway's the day after thanksgiving i'll be there at about 11 jackpot will be there whenever jackpot gets there but <clears throat> come by and hang out it's going to be a good time i'll be there uh, two, two minutes before the show starts yeah jackpot jackpot's gonna walk in where's the beer where's my microphone shut the hell up we gotta go <laughs> we got <laughs> shit to do uh anyway yeah, JT says your team is bad when you talk basketball in November. Yeah, I I'm with you on that. That's there are a lot of teams that are that way, and I think Kentucky's more that way now. With uh, I don't know if they give a shit about football anymore. We'll see how that works out for them. I the more and more I look at it, I really think South Carolina might might mop the floor with them this coming week, and then the Palmetto Bowl comes up, and it's going to be. Uh, the Clemson Tigers playing jackpots South Carolina Gamecocks for a bowl bid, ladies and gentlemen. 
Ooh. Well, Clemson's already going to have one. They've already I know, but yeah. South Carolina's going to need that win to get to the two who gives a fuck bowl jackpot. You got to yeah. have it. Got to have That's it. That's true, so. but, I mean, you, you got to admit, if they do reel off four in a row, I mean, that would be kind of impressive after, you know, what they have come from. But, I mean, first things first, they got to win this weekend, so – Lisa wants to know what are our thoughts about Arch Manning. Well, what, you know, I'm going to Arch Manning. There's people. Some people have been saying well, maybe he's going to transfer from Texas and blah blah blah. Uh, I'm going to quote the uh, the gentleman that's to my right, who said in a video the other day that I watched that he put out about when you have these kids that go to these small Christian schools and play football, they're just not very good. I think that's kind of the gist of what you said. They don't play against really, you know, better players. So when you watch Arch Manning's high school film, he's the biggest kid on the field, literally. I mean, he, he could be playing defensive end out there as big as he was. And then when he goes to Texas because he wrote the name of Manning that was on the, on his, the back of his jersey, and then he gets there and, you know, uh, Quinn Ewers goes down, and they're like, well, we need to put this other guy in there. And they end up going with the guy that was supposed to be the third-string quarterback instead of Arch Manning. If Arch Manning doesn't transfer, I don't think he cares about football. Really don't. He's not going to play. They've already pretty much told him that. Wow. Right? I mean, but that's that's what you said. I mean, about the, the the small Christian schools. I mean, it's essentially the same thing, right? Yeah, that was with uh, <laughs> with Jordan Birch, um, you know, being so taffy and just average, average as shit. And he's still average as shit. I looked at his numbers from yesterday at Oregon: two tackles, one. Boogie Huntley played with him there at, at the Hammond School, and he's actually turned out, once he's developed, to be a pretty good player. Yeah, Pretty good has. player at South Carolina. Yeah, he has. I was saying yesterday in the live stream that and, – and I said – I was saying this back when Birch was still on the team that <clears throat> he gets all the accolades and everybody talks about him. When's he going to break out? When's he, when's he going to be the star that we thought he could be? When's he going to be playing like a five-star – well, the whole time, um, uh, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Uh, his buddy Alex Boogie Huntley <laughs> quietly becoming one of the best defensive linemen on the team. Uh, yep. So there's that. Uh, someone, uh, uh, where do you think we'll sip, The mad tea sippers typing pretty mad, of angry over there in the comment section. He said he was asked about it. And he said he was happy at Texas and he isn't going anywhere. Okay, yeah, well, a player never told a lie. Yeah. Nick, Nick that, Saban never said right. he was going – said he was never leaving Miami either. He wasn't going to I mean, Alabama. I don't know anything about the situation. I hadn't heard him say yes or no. That, well, I mean, look, I, I'll, I'll give, I'll to, give you this. I knew to keep up with my shitty team. Um. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll stand by what I said. He was basically told, look, you came in, you were highly you – know, he's had all the accolades and everything else. This other guy goes down, he doesn't get to play. I mean, Sarkeesian has basically put the writing on the wall. If he doesn't transfer, he doesn't like football, in my opinion. He doesn't want to play. 
Go sit on the sidelines. That's what he's doing. So the biscuit, the biscuit says, <laughs> "What is Art supposed to say?" Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got coach speak and you got player speak. Can we used to talk about Lou Holtz and and how he would, you know, like make any team that Notre Dame was fixing to play sound like they're, you know, you know, the next contender for national champion next year. Like, uh, you know, they asked him about Navy, and he said that the University of the Navy team that we're getting ready to play this Saturday is probably the best University of the Navy team that they've had since Roger Staubach was there. You know, I mean, he's, I mean, which is right. I mean, that he said exactly what he's supposed to. He's not, I mean, he can't just get a microphone and say, uh, they blow fucking ass and we're going to beat them by 50. <clears throat> what else do you want me to say here? Rich says, I'm here to hear the U of F fans talk about how they will spend the holidays at home with no bowl. Is for I thought is Florida Bowl eligible yet? What is Florida's record? No, I know they're, they're losing to Florida. Oh they're wow! Five five. Rich may be correct on that. And uh, by the way, uh, they're, they're going to finish five and seven. Though. They're losing to Mizzou on Saturday, and then they'll lose to Florida State. Yeah, that that may happen. Rich is correct. And by the way, Rich probably remembers this too. Uh, what what they went to a was it last year they went to a bowl game or was it the year before when they played UCF and they lost the game and then they lost the fight afterwards. Yeah, it was the year the that fucking was UCF. That was the end of the twenty twenty one. Last year, last year they got their shit kicked in by uh, the Beavs. And um, <clears throat> when they had that that Jack Miller guy playing quarterback who was just absolutely horrible. Um, yeah. The the beef beat them like thirty. It was thirty five to three, I think. And they instead of instead of you know let's let's try to punch a touchdown in at the end. Instead, Billy Napier, uh, you know, puts his puts his balls in in Mama <clears throat> Napier's purse. and goes and kicks a field goal with like twenty seconds left to avoid a damn shutout. Instead <clears throat> of trying to damn score, but these some of these teams piss me off. Like yeah, okay. Yesterday, I want to explain that. You know, I've, I've talked about how Uncle Lou does the rigged wheel every Saturday morning um, at, during his, uh, his his show before um, before the game started at noon. And uh, this yesterday, for the second time this season, I I won the rigged wheel, and so I was I was set to get three times back the money that I sent him, which I sent him ten bucks. Um, and I took the under, or I no, I took the over in the Rutgers versus Iowa game. I said, this, I mean, that number is just too low. It's too low. Well, I tuned in with about five minutes to go, and it's fifteen nothing Iowa. They score, it's twenty two nothing, and then they get the ball back with like a minute left to go, and hell, they could have scored. And instead of trying to punch another one in against Rutgers, they just sit on the fucking ball. Shock! That made me so damn mad that I watched. I spent ten minutes of my life watching the last five minutes of that damn game. <laughs> Welcome, Shamcock Sporty, to the show. What's up, buddy? This hey, is where you up, talk? Yeah, good evening. Though. How you doing? Doing pretty well. Uh, another good weekend of college football. Uh, week eleven. Where are you going? Are you are you going to take a leap? Yeah, what what the hell are you just running around yeah. your dorm room down there? Are you hiding one of them hookers? What's going on there, sporty? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I don't I don't 
I don't have that. I don't have that kind of roots. I'm just. I was just getting my glasses. That's all. He's got a flag like the one we used to have outside the house. <clears throat> okay. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, your your internet's spotty tonight because you're just kind of floating. Is he now? Now his frame is frozen. There. Biscuit wants to know if your camera's from 1990. Oh, He's in college, Biscuit. Don't mock the man. He's living off ramen noodles and half-drunken Mountain Dew. Leave that kid alone. What's wrong with you, Hell, man? You've got to get a loan from your parents to buy some duck and ramen noodles now, Rob. Them, them bitches, I made a damn video about that. I don't mean, I, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt anybody. Yeah. About that shit back in, like, March. I went in the food line, and a, a pack of damn ramen noodles was 79 cents. I'm like, what the hell? It was like 10 for a dollar when I first started working in the grocery store. Yeah. Like, even, even when I left Ingalls. I mean, I think they were like three for a dollar, seventy nine cents. Shit. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, do do you eat ramen in your dorm there, Shame Cop? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I fit the stereotype. <laughs> You're not on the meal plan down there. I mean, they've got some. You know, you can get you a, what is it, the Gamecock card, and go I'm to the campus or. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm on like a meal, I'm on a meal plan, but it's like a smaller meal plan to where like I I use my meal plan a little bit on campus. I have a small meal plan. I use it a little bit sometimes on campus, and then I also cook for myself sometimes. What so, is yeah. this, what is the meal plan, Rob? Is that like a student's version of the EBT card? No, it's like you get like uh, you have a card and you go like to certain spots on campus. I'm guessing. Yeah, you go and get food with it. It's sort of like no, having it's an EBT card. No, it's not an EBT card. It's it's like a prepaid credit card. So it's not and, food stamps. But it's it's not food. It's it's not food stamps, jackpot. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm just uh, asking. No, it's not. It's it's basically we didn't have meal plans when I went to college. I mean, you went to eat them. Wait, well, yeah, you That's but all. you. Yeah, you went to the mess hall, etc. But it's basically you you can go to the different restaurants they have around campus and you can eat there. Is basically what it boils down to. Am I right, Shamecom? That's, yeah. that's what it is, right? You have a card yeah. you pretty much just yeah. yeah. So so there's that. But you don't do that. You you have a smaller meal plan, so you're eating some top ramen and some uh and on Sundays you get some hams. So you have you have some meat on Sundays, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm picking. All right. Anyway, what do you have for the show this evening, buddy? Hey, I uh, just wanted to talk a little bit about. Uh, I don't know. I'm more of. An, I, I like talking a little bit about the uh, about the SEC. What do y'all think about the? Uh, what do y'all think about Missouri uh, destroying Tennessee? That 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 made I mean, my day. I, I, I thought I thought Missouri would beat them. I didn't think they were gonna beat them that bad. But Tennessee just didn't show up. I mean, they they weren't ready. Not only were they yeah. not ready to play, I mean, they just got out coached, outworked. It was just, you know, they they had nothing for them. Uh, Brady Cook destroyed them with his with his legs, and uh, that Schrader kid. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know what. I mean, you can't. I used to. I said he was an average ass back. And I take that back. I totally 
stick my foot in my mouth when I said that. That guy is uh, he's really good. I mean, he wore their ass out um, catching the ball and running the ball. So, um, Brock wants to be a Tennessee Vol. Brock wants um, to know if you're wearing those glasses in honor of Lenora Sellers. They kind of look like Sellers glasses there. They do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I had to apologize to the Mizzou man because I thought that their coach was a dork and they were going to lose because of him, but he didn't even have to coach. Uh, drinks so. oh, drinks you, you think drinks really good, uh, or drink good sideline play caller and he's a solid coach in my opinion he's it's just taken him a few years to get things going at missouri i mean it's logical to think he's not great because he's had like i don't know this four years where he hasn't really or three years where he hasn't really done anything he's gone like six he's gone like 500 each of the years prior but uh yeah i think he's well, trying to turn things around well, if you look at last year's uh, results, they um, they have three losses that were, you know, really close losses. They lost a close game to Georgia, lost a close game to Auburn. Uh, they lost at Florida by a touchdown. I mean, so that team, I think, was a little bit better than the record indicated. You know, if a break, like one break had went their way in those three games, they, they could have been like a 9-3 and three team last year. You feel the same way about South Carolina this year, Jackpot? Do you think that you're a break or two away from being a five-win team right now? Maybe a six-win. No, I, th- I think that there there are a bunch of missed fucking tackles and taffy-ass play away from being a. But let, let's not forget. I mean, no. they look like shit in some of those games. They look like <laughs> shit the second half against Georgia. They look like shit entire game against Tennessee. They look like shit for a large parts of uh, the game against Texas A&M. Um, what am I leaving at? Look like Florida. Look like homemade shit, homemade grown shit against North Carolina. Yeah. And, no. Um, what about you're, you're not. You're forgetting the Florida game. Did they look like they look like double homemade uh, shit? There. I don't. I don't even want to fucking talk about. It, it was fucking horrible. How do you? I mean, how are you up by ten po- points with two minutes left and lose a fucking game? Well, you're South Carolina. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, my... yeah exactly. That's exactly what you are. To I broke. <laughs> I didn't Biscuit go to that game. To you. I, didn't Hi, go to that game. I was watching that game live. <laughs> go ahead. If you're watching it live, go ahead. Mm. All right. Well, listen, Shamecock, you, your, your internet is spotty. You're in and out, buddy, but you're always welcome on the program, man. Thanks for checking us out, all right? Appreciate it. Thank All you, right, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I went back. I went back and watched a little bit of my live stream from that game. And you can see in there, without it even being said, you just fast forward exactly to the spot where the uh, the touchdown pass to uh, Pearsall happened because my head just goes. I just did the jackpot. Oh, shit. Nod. Oh, what a mess. <laughs> what a mess. Adorable. Uh, that, 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 that's the loss, I think, that'll sting you the most going into the uh, – especially if you come up a game short of making a bowl bid. That one there, I mean, you, you lost to a 5-7 – what's going to be a 5-7 and seven Florida team that is a shithole. 
I mean, they are a shithole jackpot. They are really bad. They are. And I mean, I mean, to be fair, I mean, we dominated them for lots of that game, large portions of it. I mean, but they just let them hang around and hang around and, you know, defense, you know, played like shit, like it always does. And then it just, it just had a, just an epic collapse in the uh, fourth quarter. I mean, it means kind of inevitable. I mean, I could almost see it coming. Um, and then when my head hit the pavement, it's when I realized that uh, my premonition was correct. Todd says he drove 700 miles to be at the Florida game. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. I was averted driving 700 miles to uh, Mizzou. Oof. Oof. Yeah, I imagine that, that would have been the, a that wasn't even ride. No, you would have been jackpot. That would have been a shitty ride home. I mean, that would have been. It, it I would have. Won. I would have probably gotten there. I would have probably smarted off and probably talking shit. Probably about gotten into a fight or something. I mean, it, it probably wouldn't have been. Yeah, you know, the last two times I went to road games, I haven't. Well, last year I I just kind of gotten a little bit of a of a of a fussing match with someone there. It was a. I mean, I I'm assuming they were Vanderbilt fans. They were kids, and they kept ooh ooh, and they were. Um, uh, when we when we would do the, 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 the cheer, because I mean we we outnumbered those people like three to one in their own stadium when we did the USC go Cox dun, 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 dun. and uh, these fucking idiots were like uh, you know right you know would would do the, they would say USC sucks Cox <laughs> and uh, this just acting like retards and. Uh, then, uh, you know, they just say, yeah, Carolina sucks. And after the third uh, touchdown pass there where uh, Josh Van caught the, uh, the touchdown pass there on the, on the fucking head of uh, the little Vanderbilt, uh, the Vanderbilt cornerback and made it, it was like 21-7 at halftime. I turned around to this fat fuck, and I'm like, you know what? Don't suck. That don't suck. Uh, the scoreboard don't suck. I said, maybe the team you're pulling for sucks. And then he was, I'm, there were some Vanderbilt fans up there, and I'm talking about, and I'm like, y'all hadn't done shit. And there was an old guy sitting out here who had this dirty-ass Vanderbilt hat on. I'm like, y'all ain't been relevant, I said, since his damn hat was clean. Oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, and, and, and then I turned around, there was this guy and girl sitting over there. They were, they were Gamecock fans, and uh, they, they told me, they said, oh, shit. They're like, he left. I'm like, he left? Like, yeah, he just just got his stuff and his program and he just left. Like, I think you ran him out of the damn stadium. I'm like, I didn't mean to do that. I wanted to leave him around and laugh at some more. Yeah, there's that's not good. Jackpot. Jackpot is clowning Vanderbilt fans. I did not know that story, sir. Yeah, it really was. Well, anyway, uh... With that, I mean, we've got uh, we got games we're going to put out this week. Let me the jackpot sent me the list this morning because I think I picked them last week. He picked them this week. So here are the games: Gamecocks versus Kentucky, Clemson versus UNC. I'm reading them straight from the text message here. Georgia versus Clown College, Mizzou versus Gators. That's not Florida State. Louisville at Miami. Utah at Arizona, UCLA at Southern Cal, UNLV at Air Force that just lost to Hawaii. 
Yeah, I was Bushy. kind of unaware of that when I picked that one. So yeah, that's on my that's my bad. So fuck it. Washington at Oregon State, Kansas State at Kansas. The battle of sunshine the sunflower, and sunflowers, the sunflower state rivalry. There's two big rivalry games in there: the USC UCLA game, and then that game. Yeah, and then finally the Kale Hall shitter this week: Cal at Stanford. Ugh. You know, do me a favor uh, when you're when you're uh, p- posting up the lines for those things like Tuesday or whenever you're going to do it. Look mm. through there and um, and find us something else to replace UCL or UNLV and, and Hawaii. Fuck that. Or UNLV and Air Force. That's not valid anymore. Oh, uh, okay. I'll find something to replace it. We'll we'll see where we can we can go from there. But G- give us give us some West Virginia action or something. You want some wet? Well, hold on. We'll pick it right now. So this week you've got. We'll look at it right now before we get out of here. Uh, We've got one game to replace in week 12. Mm. Lawnmower man <laughs> over here with a very uh, vague statement. I used to like some teams, but some YouTubers have turned me off. Yeah. Who's he talking about there? I, I don't know who he's. I mean, is he talking about me or you or? No, I don't know. he's not talking about us. He, he He's fine. He. He's over here almost every chat. I don't know who he's talking about. Hmm. Uh, all right, Jackpot. North Carolina State and Virginia Tech. Maybe Virginia Tech looking pretty decent. Uh, hey, that's a good one. Go with that. All right, well, we'll go with that one. Even though Southern Miss and Mississippi State. Mm. That, I, I thought about that one for the uh, kill. The shitter? Or... Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that, that I think that's gonna that's gonna take the cake there. By the way, uh, someone retweeted out earlier about uh, Sam Pittman maybe getting the axe down at Arkansas. Did you see that? that? That's gonna be sad. I'm gonna be upset to see those big titties walking out the door. Yeah, he may be. Uh, maybe hopefully he'll give us a hopefully he'll give us a side view. Um, wait, wait. Did you just say you wanted to see Sam Pittman side boob? What the hell's wrong with you? A side view of those titties. Somebody said something about some coach. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, in the video, somebody said something about Jimbo Fisher. They're like, he had, he's had some really amazing blue eyes. And I'm like, yeah, you take those and, and put them with Sam Pittman's big double D jugs, you're going to have a hell of a good looking woman. I, I say we end the show on that. I can't go anywhere else. A perfect 10. Um, you guys, God damn it. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and talk about fucking the blue eyes of Jimbo Fisher and the fire teats of Sam Pittman. Well, I mean, okay. Um, Brock Lee said that a, a lawnmower man, that he was talking about Sports Talk J. Surely not. Come on. I like Sports Talk I, J. I, 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 I get my Tennessee news from BVD, but... If I didn't have BVD, I would probably do the Sports Talk J thing because at least he's not a complete douche tip. So there you go. No, There's the douche Sports Talk J. Speaking of douche tips, um, did you listen to the Mazad cast from this past week? I did. I did listen to. Yeah, they, uh, they were talking about Shane Beamer and that when they you know, did the segment around the SEC and 
were talking about, you know, the the the, the, post, the press conferences and that. They said, you know, they're like, you know, the, the things <clears throat> that he's saying are not things that other coaches don't say. They're not necessarily things that aren't true. They're like, it's just the way that it comes off when he says it. He's so condescending. They said he has just this, this punchable face, which, I mean, I think a lot of us has, has have agreed that Eli Drinkowitz uh, has the punchable face quality uh, yeah, as well. He, he, they, they said that before Eli Drinkowitz walked off the field and called them Tennessee State champs and said a great win. Our defense kicked their ass. Stop it, Mazodcast. And he said, um, and, and and they said that Beamer, and um, the, 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 he said, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely got some douche DNA DNA <laughs> going on there. I thought that was hilarious. All right. Well, anyway, uh, we've had a good show. Uh, don't forget the live show coming up. Uh, what? Not this Friday, but the following Friday. Yep. Good time. So make sure you uh, tune in for that. The fat tipsy super says, I've got Sam Pittman lactates. Jesus. That could be. You, you just thought that was sweat on his post. And with that, the show's a wrap. I'm not talking.